You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about how being in top physical, spiritual, mental, and emotional shape impacts your business results. And I'm super excited to have a friend and a very special guest, Chris Forte. Let me tell you about him. He's a spiritual entrepreneur, author, yogi, teacher, and inspirational speaker. He has done it all. He hosts the Humble Warrior Podcast. His passions are spirituality, health, wellness, and fitness. As a former Division I athlete, Chris has competed at the highest level physically and mentally. Chris took that discipline to the business world by starting his own company at the age of 27 and selling it for $60 million at age 36. He slowly lost that material wealth over 10 years, including a 17-year marriage. Here are his warrior tactics to bounce back on today's show. Welcome, Chris. Thanks for sharing part of your day. What else would you like to add to that introduction? Well, no, that was such a wonderful introduction. I really appreciate it, Nancy. I'm just, I'm so grateful to be on your show and, and reconnect with you and, and really, really connect to all those entrepreneurs that are out there because, um, you know, all entrepreneurs, you know, every day is a new day and every day is a battle and, um, but, but it, you know, high risk, high reward. So I love what you're doing, helping entrepreneurs and small business owners out there. And I feel like, um, what I have out there can help people too. Excellent. If it was easy, everybody would do this, right? Right, right. Absolutely. So, hey, what did you do in Division One? What was your sport? So I was a baseball player, and that was kind of like my dream growing up. And the reality is uh, when I was playing Division One, um, you know, I remember, I remember being in the outfield of the game, and I just knew that intuitively that was not going to happen. And... Um, but, uh, you know, enjoyed my time there. And then, you know, over the years, I got my first job out of school as the sales representative at a uh, telecom company. And then, you know, I never wanted to go in management. And the one thing I loved about sales is you had your freedom. But, you know, I knew really kind of, you know, I always wanted to be on my own and was looking for that way to kind of start a business. And then a gentleman who was also in the organization said he was going to start a telecom company. And wanted to know if I was interested, and I jumped on board. And so that's what we did. And we started, it was myself and two other individuals, started from scratch, a telecom company in Chicago. It was a CLEC, a competitive local exchange carrier, which a technology no longer is in play today. But um, we built that from zero revenue to 60 million revenue from 96 to 2008. And, you know, it was... It was, a, it was an interesting ride on many different levels. And um, early on, building a company like you know and like a lot of listeners you know, you have those challenges. And then you get to the opportunity of where you're, you're finally starting growing, you're making money, and, you know, it's, 
it's good, but you're you're continuing to grow and grow and grow and grow and 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 during that time we had you know nine eleven we had uh, the technology um, bust. I mean we were you know so we were in the middle of a couple of difficult times, stressful times. But the one thing you know my partners and I were aligned with is we always went to lunch or we always went to go work out at noon and went to lunch after and that connect. And, and connect, and that was something that I truly valued and enjoyed. And and as and as that journey started to continue, though, right around 2004, 2005 five time frame, we weren't really growing anymore. We were making very good money. I've never, I mean, I was making more money then than I've ever made. But something was missing, and I couldn't figure it out. And it was really causing me some uneasiness, and and really. In a way, I wasn't happy. I wasn't like getting out of bed any. I mean, I wasn't jumping out of bed any morning and going to work, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And so, um, it eventually led me to go to a therapist. Who, when I was kind of just telling the same story, what was going on, she handed me a book called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, and this was back in '99, um, I think. And I think that book is now like. And Paulo Coelho, it's like I think the top international seller with 500 million copies sold. But back then, nobody knew about this book, but or too many people. But I, when I opened it, I was like, wow, it opened me up. And it was really, to me, that was kind of like the spiritual gateway. And I was, at that time, the only thing that I really read was, was you know, the business, the business page of the newspaper or what was going on in sports. So I kind of like, something started tapping into me about this spiritual side. I just, you know, for the last 20 years, that really became a hidden passion, spirituality, personal development, self-empowerment. And so as I was going down that journey, you know, we sold the company in 2008, which you mentioned, for a big number. And I was still battling of uh, for myself, like, where do I go from here? So because there was so much success, I just figured, okay, we'll do it again. And, but I looked at some different other technology companies and startup companies, and I invested a lot of my wealth in real estate. And then really, like you mentioned to your listeners, over a 10-year time, it started dwindling, and it started affecting my marriage. And But I had this, like, it was hard to describe at this time, this spiritual strength, because I was reading all these books, and I, like, cultivated this practice. And just to kind of stay without like really doing, you know, really deconstructive stuff to myself. And as an entrepreneur and having your own business, man, we, we face a lot of stresses, especially when times are not good. And, you know, I was just very, very grateful that I had this stuff in place. But ultimately when my marriage ended and I was on my third business that was, you know, in the process of raising money and going through that route again, I had to really take a step back and really – analyze what I was doing. So I went into my business partners and because of my situation, my divorce, they knew, you know, this is probably the best thing for me. So I made a commitment for six months not to use any social media, television, you know, as much as I wanted to go away to some ashram or monastery and get away for a year, that wasn't in the cards. I have three children that I had to kind of figure this out uh, during everyday life. And so what happened was is I just started doing what made me feel good, which was yoga, 
meditation, reading, writing, and praying, and just doing that daily until something kind of uncovered. And then after about a month of just doing that, you know, I made the commitment, I guess for myself at the time, I didn't realize I was doing is to let go and surrender. And then I heard this beautiful voice, uh, the intuition, you know, one may, one may call it or, or God or whatever that means to someone. To me, it was God. But I just said, what do I got to do here? And I just heard this, you know, this, this, this voice within that said, write. And when I wrote, when I wrote, uh, I picked up a pen and wrote on the paper, it just said book, podcast, and uh, website. And I had no idea what that meant. And I went to my yoga practice that day. And when the instructor said, go in the humble warrior pose, I start, I let out the biggest release, uh, uh, you know, vulnerability, crying, just of like the death of my marriage, the, you know, the, the death of kind of like maybe the entrepreneurial life that I was living or maybe like doing businesses that maybe weren't bringing true joy or passion. And, you know, just, just was like a puddle. And then going on the other side of the humble warrior, I felt this rush of love and joy and compassion and kindness. So I felt loved. I knew I was in some sacred space. And then when the flow was done and the yoga session was over, at the end of the practice, you lay with Sun Shavasana. That's you just lay on your back with your eyes closed as you're in a meditative state. I heard this beautiful voice say, you now have the name of your book, radio show, which AKA is a podcast and a website with blog Call humble warrior and do this and go and do this and heal and grow your share and light and share your light in the world. And so that's what happened to me back in December. It was actually on Christmas day, 2014. And I've just followed that inner guide, that inner guidance and have, and they're following those steps. And so now here we are today. The book is finally out. And, um, I was fortunate to meet you at, at, at an event, and, you know, it's, it's going down that path, and it, it's using what the experience and knowledge, because I view the spiritual path very similar to the entrepreneurial path, because as entrepreneurs, we could feel very alone, maybe not have people to talk to. Yeah, when times are good, times are good, but, you know, there's a lot of times that aren't good, and... You know, like myself, if you have wife, you have children or whatever, we keep that to ourselves and maybe not share that and carry all that stress when really probably the most healthy thing is to share that with your loved ones and, and tell them what's going on. So unfortunately, I didn't have those tools back then, but I had those tools today, and now I'm just at a place where I'd like to share my experiences, the good and the bad, to help other entrepreneurs on their path. Wow, that's a long story. That's a lot going on there. So what is the humble warrior pose? I know what the warrior pose is. Okay, so the humble warrior pose, it's, it's you basically, you're, you're leaning down with your arms behind, and you're leaning as far as you can go down with your head on the ground. And um, your third eye, which is, you know, right between your eyes and your eyebrows, you know, if you keep, you know, some of us, we can get that to the floor or not, but, you know, it, it's, really, it's really the act of humility. And that is kind of like I think the gift I've learned going down this path is to be humble and, and humility. So it's a forward bend where you put your forehead almost on the floor? Yep, yep. You've got your, you basically have like if I'm on my right side, I would have my left leg straight and my right knee bent. My arms are connected or my hands are connected on the back and I'm leaning forward. 
and then I just go down as far as I can. You have me doing it too, which is great. <laughs> and um, like my head is almost to the floor, but it's not to the floor. This is my first podcast where the other person actually did yoga during the podcast. That's cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And, and and what's also nice is, is the yoga that I practice, is, and which is the commonly practiced across where a lot of people are doing. It's called Hatha Yoga, whereas you're just, it's breath and movement. So every time you're making a move, you're doing an inhale. Every time you're doing a move, you're doing an exhale. And, that, and just that breath and movement gets you in that place of being present. That's really cool. So you are yeah. definitely in top condition. I know that because we were at the same conference. What productivity yes. tactics do you use to balance all this and make sure you've got time? Yeah, I think that's the one thing. The one thing is that is to use our time wisely. And I think to do that is, you know, one of the things I, I guess I've been fortunate, grateful, or blessed with is I always made time for to take care of my body. And And people think it's like, if, even if you just did 20 minutes a day but was consistent with, with doing something, the body needs to move. But what I found is to make this happen is there's really, there's sometimes we, there's need, some stuff we need to let go that maybe are not serving us. And it's kind of just, you know, making yourself the priority, your body a priority, your mind a priority, and your spirit a priority. And, and, and by doing that, and by actually doing that, and taking time for yourself outside of the office, you're going to be more productive in the office, if that may make sense. Oh, yeah. I tell people that all the time. You've got to take a break. You can't be doing, doing, doing. You've got to do some thinking right. and um, keep your body in shape. So right. do you talk about that in your book? Yes, absolutely. You know, I've, uh, so my, my book shares a simple approach to reaping the benefits of spirituality and physical fitness without complications, you know, and I've, I call it spiritual fitness, and it's comprised of seven easy-to-apply daily practices that help, that help one develop discipline, commitment, and devotion as little as 45 minutes throughout the day or an hour up to the day, whatever, you know, whatever it does. But it's, like, it's, it's just a daily routine that you can implement into your life, and you could take what works for you because you are the creator, but... Again, it's all these practices that will help you with your body, that help you with your mind, and help you with your spirit. And listen, I am a, um, like probably like a lot of your listeners, you're on the go, you have your business, you have your family, you have, you know, your social outlets and what have you. But I think it's the one thing I realized that in order for you to be the best you in all those categories, you need to take care of you. And sometimes we put ourselves last on the list because we're either taking care of our business or our loved ones, and we think that's, you know, because we've been conditioned that's the right way to do it. But if you're not taking care of you, you know, you're not at 100% in those other places. And that's what's so great about why I call it spiritual fitness because it, you just appreciate being in the present. So we're in your, when you're at work and you're doing your work, you're in the present. You're not going off thinking about, oh, I got this, I got this. You can be very present with your employees. You can be very present with your customer. I mean, you are there with them. And then when you leave the office or you're doing something with your family, you're present with them. It's a lifestyle. So you just know that if you're being in the present, you know, that phone call, unless, listen, we've all taken a phone from the a customer or an employee or what have you, but if you can get into a certain discipline 
where, listen, I'm going to take care of myself, my body, mind, and spirit. That's, that's one. I'm going to take care of my business. That's two. I'm going to take care of my family. That's three. And I'm not categorized like one's more important than the other, but you break it down by being present in each of those categories with not bringing the other category into it. Does that make sense? Totally. So you said there's seven points in your book, right? Yes. Can I pick a random one for you and you tell us what that is? Sure, absolutely. How about number five? So number five, which is read. So read. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, that is read. So read is um, to read 20 minutes a day to any 20 minutes a day to anything that inspires you or you want to learn from. And oh, that's awesome. Yes, and so for me again, my for me it was always spirituality, personal development, self-empowerment, and so I've been reading those books over and over over 20 minutes a day, preferably at night right before I go to bed. And it's just, or entrepreneurship or biographies. So that's another, that there's other books I've read. So whatever kind of just inspires you, you know, to get that creative juice for you, but also gives you a time to kind of slow down. And it's just 20 minutes a night and it's not, you know, you don't have to do it every night, but you may get to a place where you want to do it every night. But, you know, you start with one night a week and then you can maybe go to two nights a week. And then for me, this, I mean, honestly, for me, when I implemented this, it basically cut out television in my life. So, you know, the only time I'll watch TV is if there's a, a sporting event that interests me. You know, that's probably, probably about it, or a documentary or a movie. So it's, again, putting, and the stuff that inspires you in your head, it's just when your head hits the pillow, you feel good, and you're refreshed up the next day. So reading is one of those seven. It's interesting I picked that one because I just made a commitment on a podcast I did. Um, I used to, a couple of weeks ago, try to do read one book a week because I've got so many wow. books stacked up. Yeah, but it didn't, didn't last really long. I had to revise my goal to one book every two weeks, and I'm on track for that. Okay. So my message Great. was sometimes you need to modify your goals if it doesn't quite work, but yeah, it's been right. great. It's, I've been totally inspired just reading different business books. So I like, that's a good one. Oh, go ahead. No, and just another thing to add to the reading is in the morning I call them what's known as daily readers, and these are just quick little reads. You read once in the morning. You read like once every day. They go 365 days a year, and it takes you less than a minute to read and meditate it, but it's something that's very positive. So one of my favorites is Norman uh, Norman Vincent Peale, Positive Thinking Every Day. That's something that I read every morning. And it just puts, it, it puts those small deposits in your mind over and over and over and over and over. It takes less than a minute. Well, that's cool. Well, that's a perfect yep. tee-up for my next question. What's your favorite okay. success quote, either yours or something, someone else's that just keeps you going? Wow. My favorite success quote, I'm going to say it goes to, I'm going to say it goes to my favorite author, and that is Paulo Coelho. And I basically apply that to everything, my business or what have you. And, you know, he's, he's done a lot. Of, he's got a lot of quotes. But if you, if you, if you, if you got me here, to, if I had to do one, if I had to do one, I think it would be this one. And um, when we least expect it, life sets us a challenge to test our courage and willingness to change. At such a moment, 
there is no point in pretending that nothing has happened or in saying that we are not ready. That's, that's true. My, yes, and, and I think that's a lot in the business world, right? You know, sometimes we have to make tough decisions or, you know, but you're ready and you can make that tough decision or whatever it could be, you know, whatever it is. You wouldn't be in a situation if you weren't able to handle it. The reason I was laughing is I went skiing last year and somehow the couple we were with took a wrong turn and we ended up at the top of a black and I like blue, maybe dark (laughs) blue. And yes. there was no other option. And I'm like, wow, this feels like it's beyond my ability. And some stranger heard me say that. He's like, it's your ability now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had no yes. choice but to go down. And it took me a long time. But I but you it. did it. But you did it. And, and that's the point with anything. And just right, just the, in anything in life, if there's something that happens to you for a certain reason, there's a reason to do it. I mean, there's a reason it's happened. And you can, you can definitely break through. Absolutely. So that's a great example. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you my fun question, and then we'll give you a chance to tell people how they can connect with you if they'd like to work great. with you further. So my Perfect. standard question, I ask everybody on this podcast because we're about productivity. Okay. Chris, if you had one more hour in your day, what would you do with it? Wow, if I had one more hour in my day. Like that a 25-hour day instead of 24. I, you know, okay. To be honest with you, I would – I, 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 do, I do some yoga. I would do yoga. And yoga, sometimes I know it's, it's, it's meant um, the yoga that, you know, a lot of us do. Or, or you think it, it's all twists and turns. But yoga is sometimes just doing breathing and breathing exercises and just being still. And, you know, it also could be a form of meditation. So that's what I would do. If I had that extra hour, I would, I would, I would just enhance, I guess, my spiritual fitness routine. That's a great answer. Now, I noticed on your website, I've got this yoga tape from this guy named Brian Kest, and you had somebody on your website with the same last name. Is that a family member? That is a family member. So my teacher is Johnny Kest, who's created the yoga that that I do. His brother's Brian. Johnny's in Michigan. And Brian is out in California. They are brothers. So they're probably a little older than I am because they've, my, my, you know, DVD is, <laughs> is probably yeah. a couple decades old. So are they still involved in the yoga business? Oh, very, very much so. In fact, um, for any of your listeners, if you want to practice the yoga that, um, that I've been so fortunate and grateful to be blessed is Johnny works with now, his yoga style is in every lifetime fitness and across the country. So you can find that type of yoga in your, your lifetime fitness. What a nice account to land. Those are really nice gyms. Like for him to get into that, that's a score. Yes, yes. So he partnered with them because they saw really that the the way he teaches yoga, it blends right well into kind of where, you know, mainstream is today. And so now, so that, that, I'm glad we, we, we connected with that. So that, that's something great for your listeners. Even if you just wanted to try yoga, it's just a great place to at least try it. That's cool. I think there's only one in Denver that I'm aware of. They, okay. They're more, aren't they based out of Minneapolis? They are based out of Minneapolis, yep. But I think that, I mean, they're all over the country. I don't know if they're, I think there might be at least, I think there's at least 25, 25, 30. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. So yes. for people who would like to, you know, buy your book and connect with you more and some of your programs, can you share a little bit about that? 
Sure. Uh, first, to, uh, on my book, uh, you can go to my website, chrisforte.com. That's F-O-R-T-E.com. And you can also get the book on Amazon. It's The Humble Warrior, Spiritual Tools for Living a Purposeful Life. But if you just plugged in The Humble Warrior on Amazon, it would come up. And I also work with uh, entrepreneurs, one-on-one uh, entrepreneurs and CEOs of helping them deal, deal with their own spiritual fitness plan uh, for their lifestyle. So if that's something that interesting, interests you, um, we could do a 15-minute consultation, no charge, and just have a discussion and see if this is something for you. And you could always reach me on my email, chris at chrisforte.com. Awesome. Chris, thanks so much for being on the show. Is there anything else you wanted to add that I didn't cover? No. You know, this is just one of those things, you know, that I'm very grateful, grateful that you have my, my show. And, you know, one of the belief systems is, is we are all connected, and you just never know. It could be that business opportunity. You're one person away from doing something special. So, again, I'm grateful, grateful, you know, just to be on the show to all your listeners And um, I'm sure we'll reconnect soon. Absolutely. That's great closing comments. Listeners, download my 100 proven systems you need to boost results in your business. Go to nancygaines.com slash systems to get it now. And if you loved our show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It helps other people find us and get productivity tips as well. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S.com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.